News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News every Friday this time during session. We always talk with Alex Andrade, our state representative from District 2. Uh, he is on the phone right now. Uh, Alex, welcome back, sir. Hey, good morning, Andrew. Thanks for having me. Good to have you. Let's. Can we start with something that has not been a lot in the news, but I got a... Um, I got a question from somebody who I believe owns a vape shop, actually. I could be mistaken about that, but I think that's true. Uh, and had texted me, hey, are you paying attention to this anti-vaping bill? And I was like, no, I really hadn't been. I mean, as much as I watch, you can't watch everything. And uh, she says it's it's anti-capitalism. I don't know why the legislature in Tallahassee hates businesses. It's going to cost tens of thousands of jobs in the state. And so, uh, again, coming from a position of ignorance, which I am, uh, I wanted to ask you about it. Have you heard this bill in committee yourself? Yeah, it got heard in um, the the big appropriations committee a, a week or two ago. Um, I, and honestly, I, I don't, I couldn't really dive into the the specifics of what it does. I think um, a lot of times there's some very large corporations that, you know, like Jewel, you know, which is owned by a very large tobacco company, um, and they want to, you know, tweak and nip and tuck our regulations to try and prevent, you know competition in the market a sure. lot of times and and ultimately that's you know uh, i i didn't think we as a state were required by the federal government to raise our you know tobacco or nicotine purchasing age from 18 to 21 i have a personal issue with you know raising those types of um age requirements up on everything unless we're going to do it universally a lot of times but at this point we're you know that's where we're at, and uh, I don't really feel like going farther. So, you no, know, I voted down, and several other people voted down, and um, I'm not sure it'll it'll pass the Florida House this year. Interesting. Okay, does, does the Senate have a companion yet that they're running? Yeah, the Senate has a companion, but, uh, um, you know, while the Senate might pass it, I, I really don't think, just because of the – given the, the, the people who voted down on it, I, I don't think it'll – have a great shot at passing the house. Okay. All right. Well, I know that's going to be good news for her. I haven't, again, been following it all that carefully, so I can't comment too much. But I wanted to ask since I knew you would know, and I'm sure uh, she and other, you know, vape shop owners and purveyors and users are going to find that to be good news. Uh, the HB1, the social media bill, passed the Senate yesterday. It passed the House. It's going to the governor's desk, as I understand. And um, my question is, do you think he's going to sign it? Because he seems to be signaling that he won't sign it out of either practicality concerns, you know, constitutionality concerns, enforceability issues. What's your read? Um, well, he's got seven days to sign it. I think that was uh, one key thing. So we'll know before the end of session whether or not he'll sign it. Okay. And, uh, I think that might that might reframe the, the, the last week of session, um, depending on whether or not he signs that, that one bill. Could, could the House in that time, if he doesn't sign it, come back? with an alternative version is that even allowed or the i mean the house could conceivably um get a two-thirds veto override okay okay all right interesting all right um the primary runoff bill i know this is a bill about which you and i disagree uh, I love the idea of instant runoff voting or what's sometimes called ranked choice voting, and I view a second primary, which we used to have in Florida until 2002, 
uh, so that you have to win a majority of your primary. I view that as a good thing. I'm tired of plurality candidates getting elected because they live in a heavy Republican districts or Democrat districts. Um, I think that's a silly way to run a, uh, run a democracy. Yeah. But and, but I know you disagree with me about I this. I was going to light myself on fire if this fast. Yeah, yeah, I hated that idea. Um, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> it was so in in in, in theory that's. I agree with what you're saying. Your version, your concept, your like what, like ring choice voting, will make the maximum number of people who claim to share the same views happy. Right. Like that, and, that's and the, represented. That, like, right. That, that's the metric. The maximum number of people who share the same views, your view would make them happy. That's a great way reality, to say it. Reality. There's normally one or two folks. There, there's normally one or two folks in these primaries. Maximum like like four or five. Right. Um, why on earth would we want to incentivize infighting amongst uh, people of the same party? Why on earth do we, like right now as Republicans, we're in the majority. I don't want to have more primaries. I want to, I want to have more, more generals. I want to spend more money in generals, not primaries. Um, you know, if there was a, a, like, if there was a significant amount of fracturing in the party, like a real type of fracturing within the party i can see it but um like it's not it's not our party that's fracturing you know so i it, it doesn't benefit people who believe like i do um you know i think it would it might benefit people uh, you know might benefit democrats because they have a a much broader wider more bizarre range of beliefs within their party um but for republicans we're we're not a monolith, but we, we tend to have our, our heads on straight. So, yeah, I just – in reality, I did not want that at all. I didn't think it would benefit us, and uh, but see, okay, I was so, ready to oppose it heavily. So <laughs> you, your answer troubles me, honestly, because you're assessing the bill from a what is beneficial to my party politically rather than a what's philosophically the best for the concept of representative democracy. And I know you believe in both, but – um, I don't see it as a threat to Republicans because it would it it would generally just mean like for example county commissioner races in Escambia Santa Rosa County it might mean a different Republican wins but it wouldn't mean a Democrat is suddenly going to win and I think that the problem you have is you know you have some county commissioners that get elected with you know thirty eight or forty percent support in the primary which is not a majority and then you they're in a weird position where. 60%, let's say, voted for somebody else. That doesn't mean 60% would have voted against them in a one-to-one matchup, but we never know. And so their opponents say that, and then they say they want a plurality, and we never really know who represents a majority of the electorate. That's my concern. Oh, no, I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, the people that have put me in office because of the system that we're in right now are the Republican primary voters that put me in office. Like. Right. Like I'm, I'm coming. I have a lot of bias. I've never gotten less than 60 percent of the vote in a primary. Yeah. So, so it'd be irrelevant really, to you other than the money spend. Right. And the time distraction. Sure. I, I see that. And so I'm coming at it. From, I'm coming at it from the money spend and the maintaining the majority in the broader state. OK. Well, I and I'm glad to hear you say that you support the concept of ranked choice or instant runoff voting. God, I would love to see the state take that up and allow it. I know it's actually illegal right now in the state of Florida, but, um, you know, a, a fight for another day, let's say. Uh, your defamation bill has the unique bragging point of being hated by liberals and conservatives alike. I've been kind of surprised to see all the headlines of the people who have come out against it because I understand this bill, having talked with you many times and listened to the arguments and read the bill, that it's very narrowly tailored to prevent 
uh, or to deter, really, not even to prevent, it's not prior restraint, but to discourage people from publishing defamatory news stories on the basis of single-source anonymous sourcing. Like, that's basically all the bill does, right? Yeah, and and it, ironically, uh, a bill about, you know, defamation, um, like, I, I, let me just let me just come out and acknowledge it. I lost, I lost the first opening salvo of the media site on this one. I think that there, there are a couple um, folks who really, really, really hate this bill, who work in the media, who manage to get their media friends to all pile on at once. But what I can say is that piling on gave me the opportunity, because it went a little bit too far, it gave me the opportunity to meet folks like, um, like Ty Rachik from Lives of TikTok this week, um, Buck Sexton, um, Chris Ruddy from Newsmax, and um, I think the tide is, is going to start kind of flipping um, just because it is a good bill. This is a bill that um, I don't care if you're on the right or the left because I can't pass a, 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 con- a content-biased or a content-focused um, bill related to the First Amendment. My, any First Amendment bill has to be content-neutral because I've always known that, and I've never said the opposite. Um, I think you'll start seeing some some flips on the on that perspective. Even if folks aren't you know championing it from the from the media, um, because the media all thinks that somehow this is a bill designed to attack some type of media or the other, which is it is not. Um, at least uh, I think that piling on will stop. Um, the folks the folks I talk to in depth about it all get it. Um, I mean, shoot, Stephen Miller. Like, I'm, I'm talking to Susie Wiles in the Republican um, campaign, in the in the President Trump campaign, just because Stephen Miller, you know, someone riled him up about this. Right. Um, Benny Johnson, someone riled him up about this. So it's given the opportunity all of a sudden to be talking to these people about it, and I think um, I think the tide's about to shift. Well, it's it, it's interesting to hear that because it's one of these things where. <laughs> I distrust a lot of reporting just kind of in general because I know that when I read reports of what happens in Florida or when I read reports of what happens even here locally, it's often wrong. (laughs) It's so often wrong that I feel like, oh, well, I should be careful what I trust about anything because I know when they report on things that I'm the most intimately aware of, they get it wrong. So I should kind of be cautious about all that stuff. And that's what I think you're saying happened here is, you know, people get a headline, they get a blurb, they get a misinterpretation, and then they freak out over that. Well, lo and behold, you know, the actual underlying substance is not what you think it is, but as you say, that opens them yeah, up to realizing every, it. Every, every dang article, the opening paragraph, says something about lowering the standard, make it easier to sue. And I'm, I'm scouring my own bill that I drafted. Like, where does it lower the standard? Where does it make it easier to sue? Um, like the the bill ultimately, like I'm just somewhat passionate about conflict resolution. The bill ultimately will get help allow more of these defamation lawsuits to be resolved more efficiently. Um, it allows people to focus those those lawsuits on more on like clearing their name and the truth um, of the underlying statement rather than the the financial obligations of how much expensive a lawsuit is and. Lawsuits that generally would take three years in this type of space could potentially be resolved in six to eight months if this bill passes. Um, and, it'll, and it'll give people an opportunity to clear their names. Um, it can't create more lawsuits. It doesn't open or broaden the definition of defamation. It's just giving people who are stuck in these situations already the opportunity to clear their names or get out of a lawsuit if someone's brought a frivolous or abusive lawsuit against them. So 
Um, no, I'm excited for it. Hopefully I can get it up and out of the floor next week. Um, I've gotten almost universal support from Republicans so far um, when it comes down to casting a vote for it. And uh, I'll be talking to every single person who's curious about it over the weekend, I'm sure. Very good. Alex Andrade is our state representative for a District 2, the southern half of Scambia County and the southernest portions of Santa Rosa County after the, uh, you know, the redrawing of district lines because of population shifts. Uh, Alex, as always, thank you for the time. Thanks for being in Tallahassee, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Andrew.